Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dallas Hoops FanCast, a podcast for Mavs fans. I'm your host, Sydney. I'm here with my co-host, Martin. What's up? I just realized how weird it is that I call you Martin in this podcast when, like, in everyday life, I call you Marty. Do you think, should I call you Marty on the podcast? I don't think it matters. You know what? I'm not sure it's important. I Let's shouldn't overanalyze yes. it. Okay. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. As usual, um, we really appreciate it. You can follow the show on Twitter at Dallas Hoops Cast. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. Every time. You can follow the show on Twitter at Dallas Hoops Cast. You they can follow know. me on Twitter at <laughs> underscore Sydney Myers. Um, wherever you're listening, please leave a rating and a review. Uh, first of all, it helps the channel grow just getting that feedback, but also helps us get better to know what you like and what you don't like. So we we really appreciate that. Five stars be very much appreciated. Um, but let's get let's get to the show. So there's something there's a there's an article that I've wanted to talk about for a while now, and I think it's. Um, especially relevant now with all of the Andrew Luck news. I think it kind of brings up the same feelings about NBA free agency and player movement and player empowerment. And this article was um, one that Mark Cuban wrote on his blog, Blog Maverick. So you can read that at blogmaverick.com. But he wrote about the NBA being a talent-driven league and why that's a good thing. So there's a lot of like negative feelings from fans about player empowerment and how they can like demand trades and sign mm -hmm. two year deals and then just abandon their team that drafted them and go wherever they want. Like we have a lot of negative feelings about that. And I think for good reasons, which we'll get into, but Cuban brings out some good points um, for the other side, like why it's not necessarily a bad thing. And either way, it's kind of just the new norm. Like it's just, it's just what to expect. So, I'll do like a kind of a brief overview and then we can talk about each point. So he brings up how the NBA relies more on stars than most other sports. Um, and we've talked about this like with the NFL. The NFL is massively popular, but the stars of the NBA, it's like they're bigger stars than some of the NFL players. And than I think really any of the NFL. Yeah, like, yeah. Even, uh, I mean, usually... The only guy that's really truly famous on an NFL team the is the quarterback. Yeah. Now, football people will know the rest of the yeah, but the, the outside world strong safety and all yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. And and I think it's you know we've had theories about that. Um, one is possibly just because you can see them, like you see them the on the court. Helmet is blocking yeah, the face you, of the yeah. yeah, but you can see the the players on the court. You see their faces. Um, they're just more recognizable. But regardless of the reason, most people know, or most NBA fans know, like every single player on the roster. Um, they just know them very well. It's it's more about stars more than any other league. Mm -hmm. And so he takes that to. That's just the way that the NBA is now. So here's his point. He says, which brings us back to free agency. Some feel that the player movement we have seen, particularly players asking to be traded or leaving teams that have the ability to pay them more money, is a problem. I don't. I think it is exactly what we should expect, and it reflects what's happening in the job market across industries in, uh, in our country. And this is like, we talk about this too, that... It's not it's just just going to jobs. It's not the way that it used to be. Like in the 90s and really any era before that, you didn't know what was out there. Like 
you didn't know what other job you could get. And mm-hmm. so companies could kind of like bully you into staying with them no matter how crappy the work conditions were or how crappy the pay was because there was that fear of like, well, what am I going to do if I don't have this? Whereas nowadays, there are so many options and the internet, like we know about those options. Mm-hmm. You could go on any site and find hundreds of jobs in your area. And so um, employees have that power of like, we know that we can just go to another company if this one isn't treating us well, or we can, we know that we can just shift industries if we don't like the particular one that we're in. And he talks about how, you know, that's happening in the real world, but like that same thing is happening in the sports world. Like these people are really good at their jobs and they realize like, Hey, I don't have to stay on this team if they suck and they're not doing anything to get better. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand and I agree with the, the aspect of, you know, there's other jobs out there. So if this company isn't treating me right, I can go. The difference is, is I'm not signing a contract to be with that company. Yeah. And these players are signing a contract. They are agreeing to a contract to be a part of that organization for the next three, four, five years. Essentially, now contracts are useless. So a player yeah. wants that financial security of getting that long, you know, contract with all that money. But they also want the freedom to yeah. just be able to leave whenever they want. And it's like, to me, if you agree on the contract, of five years, whatever hundreds of millions of dollars for that team, you should be required to honor that contract. Now, the argument could be, well, that team can trade you. Yeah. And that's true. So At I, any point. I think the, the collective bargaining, bargaining agreement, the next one, has to get creative on how they resolve that. Yeah, you talked about no trade clauses. Yeah. How that so, should be a bigger part of yes, it. Yes, because right now, um, a player can get a no trade clause if he's been with that team the current team, I think, seven years or something like that. Yeah, I'm not so sure. So they, what it they is. get the no trade clause. Yeah. But I think a no trade clause should be available to players like the Super Max. If they made the all star team or an all an NBA, all NBA team, team yeah. they qualify for a Super Max. Likewise, I think they should also qualify for the no trade clause. That way, they don't have to fear or they get that same security that the team gets that I'm signing this player, they're mine for the next five years. Yeah. But then, I mean, you still have players that, I mean, so they have the no trade clause, but then they can still just leave whenever they want to. Or I guess they couldn't demand a trade. Yes, that's the thing. If they leave in free agency, I don't have a problem with that. Then that's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have the freedom to go anywhere you want. I have no problem with the player movement whatsoever. My only problem is when they're under contract and they demand trades. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I, I have a problem with because you agreed to be a part of that team. So if you agreed to be a part of it, be a part of it. And, you know, I understand it doesn't always work out. And so maybe you can speak privately with the team. Or in free agency. Or just in free leave. agency, yeah. just leave. Yeah. So I think, so two parts. One, I think this is separate from the conversation about, um, so a free agent can go wherever he wants, but then sometimes they choose to form like super teams, like with what Durant mm-hmm. did and LeBron going to Miami. I think that conversation is separate from this one and this is really the foundation of that like just accepting that players have the freedom to move well then that leads to the super teams but that's still another conversation like the fact is you know they've almost earned the right to work wherever they want to yeah and i don't think i think the super team problem is as much a problem with the teams as it is the players 
because the reason they all go to one team is because if they're on a current team that makes poor management decisions, poor decisions in general, roster decisions, they can't ever build anybody around that particular player then yeah, they're going to want to go to a team that can. Yeah. And if you can buddy up with one of your other friends and and go play somewhere else, I don't even have a problem with that. Now, it does get a point where it's It's too many. Like when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, it's like, okay, come on. Yeah, that was like, okay. Yeah, like for crying out loud, like LeBron already did that. Yeah, so it gets to a point where, okay, are you going to compete at all? (laughs) Because they just walk, walk through the championship, but... Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I think uh, it, Mark Cuban's right. It forces teams to provide a better environment and be more aggressive in their decision-making yeah. to keep their players happy. Well, and that's what he said. Um, basically, he said the onus is on the owners to provide an environment where that player wants to play. And mm-hmm. so we talked about this with um, Anthony Davis. Like, I hated the way that he handled that situation mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame him for wanting to leave because the Pelicans and uh, Hornets, while they were the Hornets, like they didn't really make the best roster decisions in Mm -hmm. terms of trades and and players that they signed and and the deals that they signed those players to. Like he never really just the decisions that they made. It didn't help them. No, I mean, one of the worst decisions they made was trading Buddy Heald for DeMarcus Cousins. But I mean, at the time... You know, I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't. I mean, I hated that trade when it happened. Exactly. Yeah. I think if you, I think they did it because of cousins' name. name. Yeah. The name Demarcus Cousins. But as far as fit, analytically, it was a poor decision. Well, and that's what the bad teams do is they get caught up in the names. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they make those bad decisions because they see the names, they pay, they Mm -hmm. pay double, or they sign a guy they shouldn't sign. Yeah. So it's like you know that. That's a perfect example of the, that team didn't do what it took to mm-hmm. make him happy. So he has a right to leave. Or like with Andrew Luck, you know, this is on everyone's mind right now. I mean, it goes back to the same thing is that and not that Andrew Luck said this, but a lot of people are talking about the way that they um, handled their roster and the way that they drafted. They never really got him the protection that he needed as a quarterback. He got destroyed. Yeah, he yeah. was always banged up. Um, they never built an offensive line around him. And so, like, eventually he's a person and he has the right to do what's best to make him mm-hmm. happy. And so it's like going back to the same thing that what Cuban is saying is, like, these guys are stars and they're really good at their job and they're people. Like, yeah, they're going to – they have the right to go to play where they want to play. But like you said, there has to be some balance. There's got to be balance. I mean, the contract – if the contract doesn't mean anything, then we got to start calling yeah. it something yeah. else. Well, and that's like this uh, an agreement or yeah. something. Like, you know, he agrees, and and they got to be shorter so that way the yeah. player. But see, the players aren't going to want shorter deals. Well, I don't know. I mean, Kawhi and Paul, or yeah, okay, Kawhi the, signed a two-year. The superstars, yeah, yeah, true. The superstars because they know they're going to get a max as yeah, soon as that one is or, up. Exactly, they're always going to be getting their money. Like even Durant yeah. got a max deal; he's not even going to play next year. <laughs> I know. You know. They're going to so, pay, what, $25 million to 30, rehab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the stars can do that. But the overall player uh, union, they're not going to agree to shorter deals or yeah. anything like that. So there's just got to be something that can be done to protect both the team and the player. So that way they have some commitment. Yeah. You know, and if I just don't understand, like, if you agreed on the contract, 
They offered you the extension. You didn't have to sign it. And speaking specifically of Anthony Davis, he didn't have to take the extension, but he chose to. Yeah. So they should have that and then freedom, like, what, that a peace year of later? mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that peace of mind. Okay, we have five years to build a team around him. In year one and a half, I'm done. I, wanna, I want yeah. to go to the Lakers. My <laughs> yeah. best friend's over there. Yeah. I mean, so like. Sorry. I mean, you're under yeah. contract. Well, and that's like what Cuban is saying. It sounds nice. And in a reasonable world, it makes sense. We're He's also e- selling his uh, yeah. organization. True. <laughs> but I mean, like, it sounds really nice. But on the other side of it, you have contracts and money mm-hmm. And jobs, and you know, you got coaches getting fired and GMs getting fired just because this one player isn't happy. And it's like, there's got to be some balance there. Like, yes, you can go wherever you want, but that doesn't mean you got to screw all these people along you also the way. Have fans, you know, yeah. like, and I know they're going to say, well, I'll get fans in Brooklyn when I go to Brooklyn. <laughs> well, it's like, is that how Durant sounds? <laughs> it's just, you know, when, when LeBron left Cleveland the first time, it's like, what he did to the fan base there, yeah. like he was, and I understand they never built a team around him. That's debatable. Hey, they got Shaq. Yeah, that's that's debatable. Like like I said in in a couple podcasts ago, when LeBron wasn't winning, it's because his teammates weren't good enough. Yeah. When Dirk wasn't winning, it's because he couldn't get it done. And so they make those excuses for LeBron. Yeah. So when you're whatever so my my point is you also got to think of the fan because yeah. when a player signs with us or we get him we, there's hope and then all of a sudden a year and a half later he doesn't want to be here well screw yeah you. well that's what worries me with like luca is that it's scary yeah when he's part of this younger generation where that's all he knows mm-hmm. i mean aside from having the opportunity to be around dirk if it wasn't for dirk he would have no example of a guy staying with the that, team yeah, yeah that stays with the team i mean even kobe he probably caught like the last half of his career so you know he's the of the generation that you know, he's probably a nice guy, but also, you know, he wants to win. And so he'll yeah. go wherever is best so for that. It's up to the Mavericks. Well, that's what to, Cuban is saying. Yeah, yeah, it's up to them. And you know what? They they proved that with the trade for Porzingis. Yeah. They proved to him that they're going to be willing to do whatever is necessary. And I think that a lot of things are in the Mavs' favor. They are in a in a, the fifth largest market. So he's in a yeah, big market. But I don't consider Dallas as a, you know, attractive market. Well, I mean, I don't know, attract, it's not a coastal town, yeah. but as far as publicity and, and stuff like that, you're still yeah, going to get. I guess. Um, you do. I mean, it is the fifth largest viewing yeah. market in the NBA. So, yeah, that's true. You know, he's going to get that it's exposure. It's in their best interest, yes. too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, they got Porzingis. Now, it's their responsibility to make sure. It's not like Cleveland. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland to play, even if LeBron's there. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's how unattractive Cleveland <laughs> yes, is. But Dallas might be a little different. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I do think the Porzingis trade, um, and th- that was a big. That's kind of a risk because of the injury. You mm-hmm. know, you don't know what he's going to be like or if he'll stay healthy. They also traded Dennis Smith Jr., who was the eighth or ninth overall ninth pick. pick. Yeah. Um, they traded the great Wesley Matthews. I mean, that was a huge, that was a huge haul for the Knicks. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to say his name. I forgot about that. (laughs) But yeah, Um, I mean, they, they did a lot to keep Luca happy because I don't think that dynamic with him and Smith was working. Like, I think they liked each other, but I don't even think they truly did. I I, I think they said it and stuff, but on the court, yes, but 
That's where the way it was going made. on the court. Yeah. That there's no way that doesn't bleed into yeah. their personal relationships. Um, random thought: Did you see that picture of Delonte West? Speaking of relationships on the court, did Mm-mm. you see? Oh, okay, somebody found Delonte West. It, obviously, he's out of the NBA. Um, he looked really bad. I feel bad for him. Well, he he had a lot of. He has emotional yeah. problems, and I don't I don't know all the details, but I know that he's dealing with that. Um, and just seeing the picture made me like really sad because I don't, I don't know him. I mean, I have no basis for this, but he seemed like a nice guy. Um, is it this one with a cup in his hand? No, it's another one. He's sitting down. Um, he seemed like a nice guy, had talent as a basketball player, but just couldn't, you know, things that just couldn't get out of his way. And, and that, you know, it, made me think of it because we were talking about like on-court relationships and I know he had a lot of problems like that. Um, and so, yeah, this picture resurfaced of him. I don't know what he's up to. I don't know if there was an article with it, but it kind of made me sad seeing it. I wondered if like Cuban would see it or, you know, any of the Mavs would see it and kind of step in and help him out. But anyways, random thought. But yeah, the, the Mavs have done a lot to to keep Luca happy. So I hope he stays, um, but I hope that, I hope they keep him happy. I hope he is happy. Yeah, like I said, I I agree with what he's saying, and he's smart to say it because obviously he's selling his own franchise. Yeah. So all the other players, well, they get it. See, but <laughs> there's just a thing about the contract that there's got to be something done about that because even in the real world, there's penalties when you don't fulfill your contract. Yeah. And you know, a team that signs you. For four years, they should be granted those four years to do something about it, to build a team. If they don't, after the four years, they can You're go. You're a free agent. Yes. You can leave. Yeah. And, and you have to make that decision. If they have not made good decisions in the past, then you shouldn't sign the long-term deal with them. Yeah. Make a smarter decision on your part. Like the Pelicans, when they offered you the extension... They haven't done anything to show you that they can build a team even before you got there. They've sucked for 25 years. Have they ever? Well, uh, back when they were in Charlotte, uh, yeah, they were, they were a couple of good years Lonzo in the 90s. And, yeah. yeah, Glenn Rice. But that I mean, so since long yeah, ago. They've, like, they've that done, doesn't even count. <laughs> they've done, now they had a couple of years with Chris Paul and Tyson Chandler and David West, and yeah. they were good. But since then, like, They've done nothing. Yeah. And so if if you aren't confident in their ability to build a team around you, don't sign the extension. Yeah. It's that simple. Now, if you signed it, then it's honor on you. It. Yeah, yeah. You have to honor that contract. Now, there has to be a protection for the player. They can't trade him. But yeah, that's that's my 22 cents. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that because... You know, like the whole uh, player empowerment thing, it's been slowly developing and growing over the past few years. And I think this article really brought it home for me because, you know, relating it back to jobs is like, you know, the the information that we have and the opportunities that we have, you know, like employers can't treat you like crap anymore because you can just go somewhere else. Like, you know, you have that option. And so it kind of made it real for me. Like, okay, I get it. Like, I understand they have options. They have the right to go somewhere, you know, where they know they're going to be competitive. The team's going to make good decisions. But then like you said, there's got to be balance. So anyways, speaking of Luca, 
Did you see the video posted on Twitter of him playing a pickup yep. game with Monte? Yep. So first, my first reaction was like, wow, this is so weird because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Monte playing with Lucy. I know. It's like. How man, do we get a part of, be a part of that pickup game? I know. Yeah. <laughs> and Monte was arguing about something. I don't know. Um, but yeah. And so it made me think because I think Monte is still available. And I know that the Mavericks are probably not going to go after Mm-mm. him. Like this is. They're young. Yeah. That's not young. what yeah. this means. But hypothetically, it would be kind of cool to see Luca and Monte play together. I mean, I don't know. Like, like they, they, they play, play the exact same role. Yeah. Well, know. one of them would have to. Well, Monte would have to play off the and, ball. And Monte just was never an off the ball player. Yeah. Like, he was always on the ball. Um, I uh, not so much with the Mavericks, but I I do believe he should at least be in the league. You can't yeah. tell me that he is not the fifteenth best player on one of these teams. Yeah. That <laughs> team that has Isaiah Cannon or you know someone who Dwight Howard. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so I, I just can't believe that he wouldn't be in the league, but I understand he's old. He's like, well, yeah. he's old. He's 35 or something like that. But again, it's like if, let's say the last guy on your bench, like he doesn't have to start, but just the last guy on your bench that maybe plays five minutes the entire season. You're telling me you would rather have some rando that you don't know yeah. rather than Ellis? Well, it's like, okay, if you're the Lakers, the Lakers were willing last year to sign Michael Beasley, Rajon Rondo. Oh, and who else was it? Oh, Lance, Lance Stevenson. Stevenson. All of these yeah. players that really aren't any good. And Monte can't make a team. Yeah. And Michael Beasley. Derek Williams is still, <laughs> you know. Really? Anthony Bennett just got a deal with the Rockets. Really? Yes. Wow. So it's like... And Monte yeah. and Monte's sitting there picking his brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a, it's like Carmelo, kind of the same thing he yes. was saying. The difference with Carmelo is, is the drama. Yeah, Mellow like drama. we were talking about the the circus that comes with him. Even yes. if like he doesn't cause any drama, just the the media hype of like, oh, a team signed Carmelo. Like people don't want to deal with that. I don't understand with this. If Melo and LeBron are buddy buddy. I mean, they're willing. Well, that's they're what... banana boat buddies. Okay. <laughs> and once you've done a banana boat together, okay, your bond is for life. Okay. They're willing for the drama of Dwight Howard, Howard but they're not willing to bring in Carmelo. Carmel. Maybe it's just well, they needed a center. Okay, this is how they need depth. They, they need, need players to play. The... Yes. Okay, Davis. If you would like, just, just play the five. Just take one for the team yes. and play the center so that they don't have to sign Dwight freaking Howard. And, and they don't have to bring Kyle Kuzma off the bench. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any you, This screws sense. them up so much. No, that- um, I don't want to play the five. Okay, he doesn't talk like that. Yeah, you've never heard him talk then. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, um, I just can't believe that Monte can't make a team, that Carmelo can't make a team. And Dwight Howard Dwight still Howard can. can. Now, to be fair, his contract is... Zero guaranteed. Completely unguaranteed. He gets paid per day. But why can't you do that for Carmelo? Well, no one's done that before. And yeah. we don't even know if Carmelo would agree to that or if Monte would agree to that. I Then the, it's on them why they're not in the league. Maybe. Dwight Howard's willing to do that. Yeah. I mean, well. Dwight Howard is willing <laughs> to do that and you're not? I think he's willing to do anything at this point. Okay. Well, he's ready for his eighth fresh start. Are they, are they not willing then? And maybe nobody's offered Monte. I'm not saying that they... Yeah. But I just... They have to be willing to do that. I, I can't imagine 
any team, if, if they came to Carmelo and said, hey, we'll, we'll give you $14 million, but none of it's guaranteed. You only get paid if you play. Well, and see, I think Dwight only got that kind of deal because it's Dwight. And every team that he's signed with over the past five years only kept him for one season. Yeah. And that's got to say because something. Because it's a locker room problem. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah, you can go online and look at the yeah. rumors. Or just the drama. You yeah. know, they it's, don't want to deal with yeah, that. And, and I mean, you know. I get it. Like, you know... It's that kind of drama. It does cause problems, and it can affect winning. Especially like I, on I a, get it. A younger team, but yeah. when you, I mean, when you have LeBron, it, it might be a little bit different. And because it's a, it's not a guaranteed contract. He's got to be on his best behavior. Yeah. And the moment he's not, he's gone. Kind of like the Rockets did with Carmelo. Even yeah. though Carmelo didn't even do anything wrong, <laughs> they just yeah. walked in. You know what? We don't need you anymore. We're uh, we don't need your services anymore. You know, but yeah, it's just like, I can't believe the Lakers are willing to do that. And you're telling me they don't need Carmelo. Like, even if you don't need a forward. They could use Carmelo and Monte. I mean, if we're being honest. They need players. Yeah. And I just, let's say now instead of, let's say you brought in Carmelo and then your bench is Carmelo and Kuzma. Like, that's a really strong bench. Yeah. You know, so whatever. And Monte. Yeah. And Monte, yeah. Like, I mean, I know... I, I don't know if Monte can even play in the league anymore. Yeah. He like, he's 35 and his... he's too slow? He might be. I mean, his whole... Yeah. Or a big part of his game was the fact that he was faster than everybody else. And yeah. he was just quicker and, and more athletic. He might not be that anymore. Yeah. But Carmelo, I think, can still play. Because he was never really... No, his game like was that. never yeah. predicated on... He's like Paul blowing Pierce. Past somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so it was kind of cool to see him. I miss Monte. He, he's been one of my favorite players over the past 10 years, I guess. I mean, aside from Dirk and Luca, Monte's probably my favorite, but anyways, um, Star Wars trailer. Do you want to talk about that? No. What's your theory about Ray? Oh yes. Share your theory. Okay. This is an interesting theory. Well, everybody had the theory that, what's her name again? Um, Ray. Ray. Ray Skywalker. Ray. Well, we don't know if she's officially a Skywalker. <laughs> well, somebody's a Skywalker. And, and just to, to clarify this for everybody listening, we're not diehard Star Wars people. Oh, yeah. I so, don't know. Yeah. Um, You know, we can't tell you the genealogical lines of each one of the, the <laughs> I characters. I do have a question. You know what? This is a good place. If anybody is a Star Wars uh, knowledge base, um, my question is, so is the Force passed on, like, is that genetic? Because if so, then that would mean Ray has to be related to like some sort of force person, right? Okay. So my theory is like well, anyway, so, but that's so. If anybody knows, yeah, let, then let you can tweet us on okay, Twitter or on Instagram, okay, Facebook, what, and every theory? other platform. Okay. <laughs> so everybody's theory? theory is that she goes to the dark side. Yeah. My theory is she does go to the dark side. Just and the dark side. The dark side, and um, Kylo Ren goes to the bright side the light side the light side yeah see i don't know like because he is a skywalker true he's got the the skywalker blood flowing through his veins okay and um it's just a theory because i had nothing else to think about well and your point was it's the rise of skywalker so somebody's got to be rising to power and Kylo Ren already has power. I don't know. I know the last one sucked. This the is- one before that was good. Let's hope that J.J. Abrams <laughs> is able to bring it back to life. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't. So I'm with everyone else where I think that the 
the dark side ray thing is just like a vision or whatever kind of like luke going into the cave that's my theory but the one about her going to the dark side and then and then kylo ren going to the light side i think that's an interesting theory yep <laughs> anyways um I think that's pretty much all we have. Aren't you going to do your 20-minute conclusion? <laughs> and just remember, guys, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on um, we MySpace. Are on, okay, we're, we're not on, YouTube, on MySpace. We're on the newspaper, Thank we're you. on the web. That reminds me, though, and, I forgot uh, comment, to mention YouTube earlier. Comment when you can. <laughs> uh, leave us uh, a good review. Follow us. At Dallas at Hoops Dallas Cast Hoops on Twitter. Cast. No, at Dallas Hoops Cast. At Dallas Hoops Cast. On Twitter. On Twitter. This episode will be on YouTube. Just search Dallas Hoops Fancast. Yeah. You can leave a comment. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Follow We're us on, on Twitter. Twitter. We're on Facebook. <laughs> leave We're a on MySpace. And a review. We're on the net. You know, this is just what... This is like a typical podcast outro. Oh, wait, wait. To give don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Wow. On, on YouTube. On, and comment star us uh send us to all your friends hide your kid hide your wife <laughs> i gotta go okay but thank you so much guys for listening we'll see you guys in the next episode bye <laughs> i'm gonna keep it recording until you say bye <laughs> huh are you gonna say bye Remember, you can follow wow. us on Twitter, on Facebook, wow. 